just win, baby. So Carr from the gun, fires deep down the right side, caught by Aguilar at the 20, 10, 5, into the end zone. Nelson Aguilar with a beautiful catch and run as Derek Carr brings the Raiders right back into the thick of things. That's a way to do it. Carr's going to go back into the gun. Chiefs rush five. Carr's going for the home run ball. Got a man open. It's Ruggs. There he is. Ruggs. Touchdown. Jackpot, baby. Jackpot. Vegas leads it. The Raiders are three and two. Playoffs. You better believe it, baby. <laughs> we are on our way, Lincoln. We are headed. Bye week is up next. And then bring in Tom Brady. Let's see if he has another senior moment here in Las Vegas. Jackpot, baby. Raiders beat the Chiefs 40 to 32. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, of course, we are your home of the Las Vegas Raiders. So we'll have Lincoln Kennedy and Brent Musburger on our airwaves for every Raider game. God, Brent Musburger is amazing. So cool that he's doing those Raider games. He's, he is just remarkable. Uh, let's talk a little Las Vegas Raiders. Let's get out to the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. He makes the magic happen for silver and black today. Uh, if you listen to that program, you may know him as Q. He is our friend Keont Myers here on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Q, thanks for coming back on, uh, on with us. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Coming in after a, a Raider victory over the Kansas City Chiefs, of course. <laughs> How about that, man? What what a football game. It was exciting to watch. And uh, I'll tell you what, that that's a signature win right there for this Raider team. I mean, that's a signature win for the team. That's a signature win for the head coach. That's a signature win for the quarterback. Yeah, you hit it right on the head. Absolutely a signature win. And, look, it's only week five of the season. That is something that they could use and really, you know, kind of build off of uh, going forward the rest of the season. Unfortunately, they got to buy this week, and so they can't really just get back right onto the field. But they get an opportunity to get some guys healthy and, again, still build off of what they did and what they know they can do now, which is go and win games against some of the heavy hitters in the league. So if I had told you before the game, Q, that the Raiders were going to have more passing yards and more rushing yards than the Chiefs, would you have been surprised? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, the Raiders having more rushing yards than the Chiefs wouldn't have surprised me or shocked me. But having more passing yards, absolutely. You know, with, with uh, Patrick Mahomes being the guy that he is and being able to throw the ball around the yard and, uh, just any anytime he, there's a play, it's open for him. I mean, there, there's just no stopping that guy. You literally have to get him to the ground every time or he has a chance. And so, yeah, I would have definitely thought that the Chiefs would have had more passing yards. But uh, ultimately, they didn't. And that's a hats off to the Raiders' defense for making things happen, especially in that second half. The Raiders are 3-2 are and two now uh, with that uh, big-time win, obviously. Um, Derek Carr... Uh, 128 of 175, 73.1% completion percentage, 1,442 yards, 11 touchdowns, one interception. I know that there are some quarterbacks out there like Russell Wilson who are playing out of this world, but how is he not getting more run? Well, you know, it's always going to be a question about if Derek Carr is the guy, if Derek Carr is John Gruden's guy. There's always going to be a lot of questions. A lot of people don't respect his game, even though if you look across the league and the landscape of the league, a lot of quarterbacks are taking what the defense can give them and, uh, and going with it from there. But 
Uh, Derek Carr catches a bunch of flack, and a lot of it's from his own, you know, fan base. But either way, it doesn't really matter. Uh, he's out there playing really well in year three under John Gruden, now sitting at three and two, got the monkey off his back by picking up that first victory ever in Arrowhead. That was a big deal for him. And, again, now he could just build off of that. I don't think he's ever going to get the recognition that he should. Uh, again, you know, going back to 2016 when they were 12-4 and four and went to the playoffs, he was in that conversation about league MVP, but it was, it was a slight conversation. And then, obviously, we all know how that ended up breaking his ankle and, and not making it to the playoffs. And Connor Cook was a starting quarterback, took the L, and, well, they haven't been back there since. So uh, I think that he'll start to get attention of the league, especially if he has performances like he did on Sunday, really airing the ball out and using Henry Ruggs, that speed that, uh, that he has, to stretch the field and make some big plays happen. You mentioned Ruggs there and his speed. Nothing says speed more than having two receptions but totaling 118 yards and a touchdown. No, it doesn't. You can't go wrong with that. You know, getting a 73-yard uh, touchdown catch and run to get his very first touchdown of the, his NFL career was awesome. But, I mean, you could just see he's, he's just on a different gear. He has a different gear than other guys in the league. And you can see a defensive back running with him for a little while and all of a sudden gets a step on him. Or even if he's even with him, he's not really even because he's about to kick into that extra gear and it lights out, you know. So he shows what he could be. Not only is he a speedster, not only does he have those wheels to stretch the field, but he also has really good hands, so he's going to catch the ball first and then pick up the yards afterwards. That's the difference between him and some of the other guys that have been in the league or some other guys that have been on the Raiders that are just fast athletes and not really good wide receivers. He's a fast guy, but he's a really good wide receiver as well. Q, as you can imagine, uh, we have a lot of listeners that are University of Utah fans, and uh, the Raiders yeah. signed Devontae Booker this year, and he had um, seven carries against the Chiefs, 62 yards, including uh, breaking open a 43-yarder. Uh, of course, Josh Jacobs is the guy, and he's great, but uh, talk about Devontae Booker and his role on this team. I'm glad you brought him up, man, because really uh, one of the biggest keys to the game, in my opinion, was the play of Devontae Booker. Even though he only had those seven carries, that 43-yard run that, that you mentioned, that was so pivotal. That was big. I mean, that really kind of opened up the run game for the Raiders, put them in the good field position, and really gave Josh Jacobs an opportunity to stand on the sideline and, and rest a little bit and be fresh for the end of the game when they really needed him to be the, the hammer, and, and that's what he was. But Devontae Booker, to, to his credit, and I was a guy who didn't believe when the Raiders signed him, I didn't think that he was even going to make the roster coming out of training camp. I was very skeptical. Uh, but all he's done is go out there and show and prove that he deserves to be there and he could be a good compliment to Josh Jacobs. And uh, John Gruden said today in his media session that, you know, you're going to see more Devontae Booker because he has shown that he could be the guy that is a very complimentary back and, and they are a nice little one-two punch. And, again, helps keep Josh Jacobs uh, – healthy and, and fresh for the end of the game where he could be the finisher. But Devontae Booker is going to do some big things, and I expect to see him get more than, you know, five or six carries a game. I'm, I'm expecting to see him, you know, play, play quite a bit moving forward, and he's earned that right. What do you think the Raiders need to do to improve? What, what area it needs the most attention? Well, I mean, they still need to be consistent. They, I mean, you know, it's nice to get that victory over Kansas City, and it's nice to be 3-2 and two going into the bye. But, you know, you can see that the defense is still uh, struggling at times, even though they played really well and had a tall task at hand trying to get after Patrick Mahomes all day. But, you know, uh, they, they still gave up 24 first-half points and ultimately 32 total points. So the defense has got to continue to gel and get on the same page and not have some blown assignments. But 
that's 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 what it is. You know, there's just a it, that's how the whole 2020 season is, in my opinion. They just need to keep working with no preseason, with no OTAs. It's a work in progress. You're only as good as, as what you could do and put out there on the grass. And and really, the practice time, the like I said, the training camp time, it was very minimal leading up to the season. So uh, as long as they continue to work, work on their communication, get some bodies healthy. Trent Brown being back was huge. Henry Ruggs, we already talked about him, but he had been out for two games. That was huge. So really, it's all about you know just getting healthy and getting that defense on the same page so they can gel. And, uh, you know, maybe not give up 32 points a game. Maybe only give up, you know, 24 points and then giving the Raiders an even bigger chance of winning multiple games and taking a run at the playoffs, which I expect them to be a playoff team in 2020. Last thing for me, Q, uh, Max Crosby is is a fine player. He's in his second year. I'm, I'm sure the franchise uh, really likes what he's doing. But I couldn't help but notice he's already gotten himself a Raiders tattoo. Now let me ask you this. Is that a bold move or something that might look foolish if he ends up on another team? <laughs> no, you know what? I mean, I think that that's cool. And the reason I do, and he's not the only Raider. Max Crosby did it. Josh Jacobs did it. Cleve Pearl did it. Uh, multiple guys have Raiders tattoos. But, look, these guys are in the NFL, and that's who drafted them. Those are the guys that drafted them. That's who, who gave them an opportunity at their dream of playing on the next level. And, plus, I think it just kind of tells you that they enjoy being Raiders. You know, they really want to be a Raider. They want to be part of the story, which is turning that – that franchise around and, and being part of the building process and, and getting back to the playoffs and getting back to the commitment to excellence and just win baby. And, you know, they kind of, they kind of have that image of what a Raider is, you know? So I, I don't think it's a, it's a bad move. I, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, like I said, kind of showing the fact that they love being Raiders and, and uh, yeah, he's not the only one. I thought it was, it was, it was really cool when I saw that he got his though as well. Well, Q, we appreciate you jumping on with us and uh, keeping us updated and uh, enjoy the bye week. Uh, the next one against the Bucks should be really interesting. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, next time I talk to you guys, I hope you guys got your Raider tattoo as well. I've got my appointment already. You know, I found a, a, a COVID-friendly parlor, and I'm happening down there uh, this week. Well, which uh, right. Q, Q, which right. one should we? Which one should we go with? Should we go with the the raider with the sword in the background, or what? Do you have any suggestions? I mean, you've got to go with the logo. It, it doesn't get any better than the logo. You know, you just okay. got to go with that. That's that's how I got mine. Not gonna lie to you. Years ago, when I was just a, a young dude and a fan coming up, man, I got one in the middle of my back. So you guys can join the club. We could all be we could all be raider buddies. Okay, I, was, <laughs> uh, I like the middle of the back idea, Q. But what about like a what about a portrait? of Al Davis. <laughs> you know, I've seen some really good ones. I'm not going to lie. I've seen some really good ones. Uh, I actually lost a bet, and I was supposed to uh, go get a John Gruden one, a Chucky one, when he returned as the head coach because I said I would if he ever returned as the head coach. And I haven't done it yet, but and maybe sometime I will, and I'll, I'll tweet it at you guys so you guys can check it out. Awesome. You're the man, Q. Thank you very much for jumping on with us. We appreciate it. All right, that's uh, our friend Q Myers from Silver and Black today. Yeah, just a portrait of Davis, Al Davis. I mean, Mark Davis, I just don't like the haircut very much. Now, Al Davis, I think full back tattoo. Uh, Al Davis, really? You're going to go with the wire rims? You're going to, I mean. Yeah, the, the wire uh, rims, but hanging on the, the, the chums or whatever. The You know how he uh, wore the reading glasses uh, things? Yeah, I, that's, that's the Al Davis I'm looking for. Uh, you know okay. who would love that tattoo? My wife.
<laughs> but she would. she would love she would love you'd that. be she said be who, on your way who out on earth the is door, this man. wrinkly old man that you got tattooed on your back oh don't worry that's Al Davis. for some reason uh, when you said that i thought we were gonna have you do a, a incriminating audio of my wife's pet name for me is al davis is that, i don't like and that. then i realized oh you meant it sarcastically yeah i don't she 